Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. It's Annalena here today for another solo episode and I wanted to dive into one topic in human design that I feel like is super important and it can help you so much if you really understand this at a deeper level. And so what I do want to talk about is the human design strategy for the generator versus the human design strategy for the manifesting generator because what I mostly see and also feel like people understand is that it's mostly the same but it's actually a little bit different so in human design again we have five types and the two that we're going to talk about today is only the generator and the manifesting generator and the strategy in human design if you have this um, heard now for the first time the strategy is really how you make decisions based on your unique energy blueprint and the type that you are in human design and especially when it comes to like big decisions so for the generator and the manifesting generator we always say oh it's the weight to respond and this does apply to both of them it's just that for the manifesting generator it's gonna it's actually gonna be there are some other steps after that and that's really where we will make the distinction so First, I want to explain, okay, what does this weight to respond actually mean? So what this means, and again, this right now applies to all generators and manifesting generators. So let's say you have an idea and most likely you have lots of ideas, right? You feel like, oh, I want to do this. I get, you get really excited and maybe you are a business owner like me and you want to create a new program and we get inspired a lot, especially the people that haven't undefined had an ashna like me. <laughs> so it's like you literally amplify oftentimes all the ideas that are energetically around you from other people, even online and scrolling on social media, right? So we can sometimes feel like we're running around crazy and want to do all these things, but we feel like, how can I ever have enough time to get all these things done? And oftentimes then we jump into things right away and we, we do it and then we get really easily discouraged because then it doesn't feel good anymore or it's not successful or whatever, right? So now this is now where the way to respond comes in. So let's say again, you have all these ideas that, you know, you have in your mind made basically, right? And you feel really excited about what I invite you to do is that you're going to be like, okay, you're going to slow down, <laughs> right? Slowing down going to be like okay I have all these ideas and inspirations right now and then you can just write them down so for example you can have like a um, ideas list where you just write down all these ideas that came your way and you just let them sit there you're like okay I just had this idea let's say you had the idea to write a book 
And um, instead of just jumping onto it and hiring a book coach or whatever steps you feel like you want to take right away, don't rush it. Just put that idea on your list, on your ideas list or inspirations. And then you want to wait. And what's really important here is that there is no attachment because when we are attached to, okay, I need to know if I'm meant to write a book, right? We are energetically kind of needy and we actually, the universe is kind of like, hey, you're not really trusting that whatever's meant to be for you, there will be a sign that you can then respond to. So this is how the way to respond works. Let's say you had this idea of, um, I want to write a book and you just put it down on your little piece of paper or your journal and then you just wait and it's almost like you forget about it, right? And then it could be that the next day or it could be a week later, it could be a month later, right? There is no, whenever, if something is really meant for you, it will show up and especially when the timing is right. What it could look like that another person is asking you the next day, like, hey, Annalena, don't you want to write a book about your story? I think it could help so many people. And then you can then respond to that. And the response comes from your sacral, which is that that gut feeling in your in your belly. And when you're really in tune with that, it, it feels like a, it's a little bit different for everybody. It's not like it will exactly feel the same for everybody, but it's this expansive feeling in your belly area. And the sound that it makes is just like, uh-huh. I always like to say, it's like, it turns you on. It's so juicy. And you're like, oh my God, yeah, I want to write a book. I feel so good, right? So um, some people also like to do the muscle testing where you really feel like if something is a yes for you, and your, your body is more leaning forward. If something is a no, then it's more like a contracting feeling and this like, uh-uh, like, uh, yeah, no, it doesn't turn you on. And you just feel it energetically in your body. It does take a little bit of practice to um, get really in tune with that sacral, uh-huh, uh-uh. Um, or if you happen to be a pure manifesting generator that has the 3420 channel, that's the channel that goes directly from the sacral to the throat, then the sacral sound is more like a yes, no, or yep, nope, really fast, right? But it's you will feel that. And you can also practice this with like little things. Keep asking anybody that has a sacral defined, uh, which is always a generator or manifesting generator, keep asking them yes or no questions, even like very simple, easy stuff. You could ask yourself, um, is your name Peter? And then you're going to be like, uh-huh, uh-uh, right? Uh, were you born on May 7th, 1992, <laughs> right? And then you're going to be like, uh-huh, uh-uh. Or did you have breakfast this morning? Like really simple, easy questions uh, where you don't even have to think about it. That's how you can, in the best way, start to train that sacral. Because it's very easy for us humans to go back in the head. And every time that you start to hesitate, um, when somebody asks you something, and let's go now back to this example, or like somebody asks you, hey, you want to write a book? You know, it's that first feeling in your belly is that an uh-huh a yes or is it an uh-uh a no right and that's that's your answer now for the generator that is usually enough now i have to add this on now and we may do another episode on the emotional authorities but if you have emotional authority being a generator then you also even though your sacral responded with a yes if you have emotional authority you want to also write out your emotional wave anytime this decision you're making involves a lot of uh, commitment on your end. It could be your time, money, or resources, right? So, I mean, writing a book is 
it's not something you're just going to get done in 20 minutes and it's, you know, it's complete. So when it's like investing a lot of money into something or there's really a lot of time you have to dedicate into something, if you do have emotional authority, you really want to make sure that you take that time, which can be a day, it can be sometimes a week. And if throughout that entire emotional wave, your sacral response to that thing, in this case, writing the book, was an aha or a yes, then it's a yes for you. It's meant to be for you, right? Now, that is now for the generator. That's it. They just have the way to respond. They respond to something. And those that have sacral authority, it's pretty quick usually. They, they're sometimes actually pretty quick decision makers as long as it's in response. Another way that you can respond to something is, um, again, let's say you had that idea or you, it's always when you see something on the external. It's not the idea you have in your head, right? Because again, we have ideas so much and we don't even know what's ours or not. So responding is always to something on the outside. If that's a person asking you a question, if this is you seeing some, something on social media or you're listening to, this, to a song and maybe in the song they're going to sing about writing a book and then you're responding to that. Or you open up a magazine in the store and then all of a sudden you see something that you thought about it three weeks ago and you wanted to do it, but you let it go. Maybe going on a vacation and then you see it there and it's like this, uh-huh, oh my God, yeah, I want to do this, right? So the responding is always to something in the external world that you can kind of perceive through all your senses, right? So... Again, for the generator, that's basically it. They responded to it. If they do have an emotional authority, they want to write that out as well. But now let's talk about the manifesting generator. Because I think the understanding is that mostly for manifesting generators, it's just like that. Now, the manifesting generator, they have also the way to respond, which is exactly what I just described for the generator. If they also have emotional authority... They need to wait a little bit longer, ride out that wave, and it may be that the sacral is responding with a yes to something. Let's assume again, for the sake of simplicity, it was the example with writing a book. And then what is different for the manifesting generator that they now have a second part of the strategy, which is, it's called envisioning it or visualizing it. So it's kind of this like, you're now here to start to try it out, the idea, and, and put your feet in the water a little bit, like, oh, do I really like that, right? And this phase can take a long time. It could take a couple of weeks, it could take a year, it could take just a couple, of, I mean, a couple of days, it really depends on the situation. But what's really important is that when a manifesting generator responds with a sequel with a yes, especially if it's a really big thing, you know, it is very wise for them to know or also for others to know that it's very likely that they change their mind as they start to dip their toes into it, right? And then maybe they're going to start writing the book and like, ah, I'm not feeling it anymore, <laughs> for example, after three weeks or something. Yeah, I tried it out. It wasn't for me. And it could be that the time wasn't right. Uh, maybe in a year from now, the manifesting generator would respond to it and dip their toes into it and start to to envision the the thing and test it out and it still feels good the sacral is still like oh yeah i, I want to do this it's an aha right so and it's very very common and i know this for myself because i'm a manager myself i used to think i'm i cannot believe i'm so undecisive i keep changing my mind 
And that was one of the biggest reliefs that it is very normal for a manifesting generator to change their minds, especially in that when we make those big kind of decisions and we, we need that envisioning phase and trying it out and testing it out. And then it may happen that it no longer feels good. And for the generator, it's more that they responded to it and then they stick with it and they stay with it. And it's energetically much easier, easier for them because the manifesting generator has that manifester part in them. Right. And it's that they got to try things out. It's the, they have a very experimental, experimental energy, the manifesting generator. Right. So it's almost like if there were a profile line, it would be the three line, which is, which is here to try things out and nothing ever is a failure. Right. Um, even with that in that envisioning phase, if you start to you start to write a little bit in the book and you just you realize that, well, I'm not really feeling it anymore, then you learn maybe that writing a book right now is not the right thing for me, right? So and then after this envisioning phase and trying it out and kind of dipping your toes into it, right? Let's say you're still like, oh my God, yeah, this feels amazing. You're sticking with it. And then the manifesting generator has that part of the manifestor strategy, which is informing. So before you make that big commitment, let's say it's writing a book, you want to inform the people that are going to be impacted by your decision. So it doesn't have to do anything with asking for permission. Very important. Also all the manifestors that may be listening to here, right? Informing has nothing to do with asking for permission. You already know you're going to do it. You just want to give people that may be impacted by what you're going to do, give them an FYI. So in the case of the book writing, it would be like, let's say you're married and you have kids or you have a business partner or something like that. You may just want to let them know because like, hey, by the way, um, Monday through Friday in the mornings, I'm going to spend two hours just writing my book and I cannot be interrupted. Or um, you may have to make extra arrangements for the kids and your husband needs to know or your business partner needs to know because you have to change your schedule in some way. Um, because if we just keep them informed, then things will just go so much smoother and more successful for everybody involved, especially for yourself. Let's say you are the manifesting generator, like you will meet way less resistance. The, the really, the informing, you can imagine it kind of melts down the resistance that would otherwise arise when we do not do the informing part, right? So... This is really or another simple example could be like, let's say you ask a generator, hey, let's go for a walk. And they respond with a circle, uh-huh, yeah, they go. And then they, they go out the door and they go for the walk. And a manifesting generator may be like, um, you ask them, you want to go for a walk? And like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, let's go for a walk. And then once they go to the door and then all of a sudden like, ah, I'm not feeling it anymore, right? So again, that's also when you have kids that are manifesting generators. It's like, yeah, they may say yes to something right now, but because they have this um, manifested part within them as well, where they need to follow the internal creative flow at times. And maybe by the time they're about to do the thing that their cycle responded yes to, they're already on to the next thing that feels better to them, right? So we don't ever want to interrupt that. So I hope this was helpful. Um, so if you happen to be a generator or a manifesting generator, really... Yeah, maybe listen to this again, actually, and ask yourself, like, how have you been understanding the whole strategy thing with a way to respond? Did you think it's the same? Is it actually helpful to understand that, you know, yeah, for the generator, it's a way to respond. And for the manifesting generator, it's actually a way to respond. Then we have this, like, 
try it out phase where we can totally change our mind and it no longer is what we want to do. Um, but if it does, it still feels good in this trying it out phase or envisioning envisioning phase, then you still have to do the informing part and those people that are going to be impacted by what you will be doing. And then things will just work out so much better. And of course, I also would love to hear your experience, either if you are one of the types or you know somebody um, that is one of those types. Have you had those experiences with them, this, this changing their mind? And um, how did things turn out for you when you just initiated something from because you were excited in the moment? Or how did things turn out when you actually allowed yourself to, okay, I have this idea, but I'm going to slow down and I'm going to actually wait for something in the external world to show up so that I can then respond to that, right? I can tell you that for me it has been pretty magical. Every time where I... And it still happens sometimes, to be quite honest, where I fall back into this, like, I need to make things happen from the mind. And I meet so much resistance, things feel hard, I get tired and exhausted. And I'm always being reminded by the universe, then slow down, you don't have to force anything, anything that's meant to be for you, it will show up. And it's safe to slow down. And especially, especially for the manifesting generators, probably one of the hardest things is to actually slow down because We can be the fastest of all types, but only when we also allow ourselves to slow down. Because if you don't slow down, if you just keep pushing and trying to make things happen fast, 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 we can also um, severely get burned out, right? So yeah, so this was the little episode, um, little human design snippet, because this is such an important topic, I feel. And I mean, about 70% of the population are a generator type. So this is probably really, really relevant for many. And also, again, if you're, if you're not one of those types, if you are a projector, reflector, or manifester, it could also be super helpful if you work with clients or any people that are in your life that you know of that are those types, right? And if you are intrigued to dive deeper into your human design, I also invite you to You can check me out on Instagram. I like to post some amazing content about human design there to educate a little bit more. Um, I also offer human design readings. So I do foundational readings. If that's your first one, you never had one before. I also offer relationship readings for couples or families. And also if you feel like, hey, I want to get this implemented in my business. I also have human design business readings. So that's all going to be in the show notes. Um, you can hop on my website and check it out there. And if you ever have any questions, really feel free to reach out to me. I love responding as a manager and myself. So you can reach out to me on Instagram, on the messenger, or send me an email at bloom at annalinafuchs.com. Always really, really happy to hear. Also, if you have any topics that you would like for me to talk about on this podcast, or maybe you want to be featured with your story here on my podcast, how slowing down has impacted your life. And also perhaps human design has impacted your life really in an amazing way, then please feel free to reach out. And um, I just hope that you enjoyed this episode and I'm sending you all my love and all my blessings. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.